Fathom invites you to The Confession Episode 2 The Man from Dublin It took years for me to settle into the name Cameron Port. There were many years without money, without friends, only time. In truth, I rarely thought of the life I left behind. Too often did I begin to think of Cameron's life. It would be my great mistake returning to his hometown years later, but perhaps also my salvation. Wandering as Cameron, those were the best times of my life. I met so many interesting people. There was a young woman who called herself a gypsy. I watched her make a cat vanish. There was an old woman who was convinced she was a ghost. I met her in Oregon some years back. There were so many stories told across small bars and small towns, so many adventures forgotten to the nights in which they took place. Years went by and I refused to look back. Only that photo kept bleeding its way back into my thoughts. That child living in Cameron's wallet. His license said he lived in Dublin, Georgia. When people asked me where I was from on the road, that became my answer. Dublin, Georgia. By the time I was in Savannah, I had an inkling of what I might do. Dublin was no more than 90 minutes away, after all. It was 2012. I'd spent seven years traveling the country, saving money where I could, gathering as much life as possible. The only state I never visited was the state I left. In Savannah, I finally settled. When I left, I was 33 years old. When I opened the business down south, I was 40 and a lifetime older. The Porter Deli. Do you know him? It was a good idea. Still is a good idea. In all of my travels, the one thing I missed most were the small delis I grew up around. They don't exist in the same way in the west or in the south here. It's the bread, mostly. The meat, in some cases, too. So then, in the outskirts of Savannah, I opened the Porter Deli and made a name for myself. It became a success in no time. The best Italian sub in the south. (laughs) It would have made my dad proud, I think. Before long, Cameron's wallet was full of cash cash and that photo. Goddamn photo. It was easier than I thought it would be to legally become Cameron Porter. Sure, there were hurdles, but none I hadn't learned how to jump over in my time on the road. I don't know. Just last year, I decided to return to Dublin, or, well, visit Dublin for the first time. Cameron was returning. It was meant to be a short trip. I got a room at the Hampton Inn in town, went to Martin Luther King Jr. Monument Park, ate Holy Smokes Barbecue. Sunset that first day, somebody recognized me. I was walking along the Okani River. She said, Cameron. And I looked up out of hat. 
watched her burst into tears, run towards me, wrap her arms around me. I was stunned, speechless. By dinner time, all of Dublin knew Cameron Porter was home. I can't make sense of it even now. Ethan Jackson and Cameron Porter looked nothing alike. I am tall and slim, he was short and stocky. I am bald and have been for quite some time. He had plenty of hair when, when I saw him. Cameron Porter was welcome home, like a hero. You see, when he disappeared, everyone in Dublin had assumed he'd been killed. This was a righteous man. A small business owner himself who stood up against a nefarious group of criminals that had been strong-arming businesses around town. Cameron took legal action against them and won. It took years for justice to be done. Only months after the group had been put away did Cameron vanish. Nothing could be proven to explain what had happened to the man. And the worst became a matter of fact. Why Cameron left Dublin and died in Ashland is a tale for another time. The town had convinced themselves that he was alive and well, as I had done myself for some time before. Cameron Porter was now the owner of a successful business in Savannah. The mayor of Dublin asked that I open a second location in town. Practically demanded it. It was days before I met her. The girl in the photograph. Her name was... Is... Caroline. She had been too afraid to come and see the man she called father so many years before. The moment she saw me, she wept. Not because I was her father. Because I was not. She held me close and whispered, What is your name? And I told her. And she nodded. And that was that. But then it wasn't. Caroline told no one the truth. Instead, she played her part of the joyous daughter well. She'd lost her mother only two years prior, and I was expecting some sort of blackmail for her silence. But that, too, never came. A month into the charade, I asked her why. She told me, while Dublin has their hero, I will not deprive them of some happiness. What you do is for you to decide. And she smiled. Not a smile of malice, just peace. I envy that smile to this day. The deli opened in Dublin only months ago now. It's been 15 years since Ethan Jackson died, but then he never did die, did he? It was always a matter of time. My name is Ethan Jackson, and I killed Cameron Porter.